Good evening and welcome to another episode of the DFWTO podcast. I'm your host, Casper. I'm your other host, Becky Grimlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcasts. So you guys, tonight we have a very special episode where we're doing a review over Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 1 and Part 2, which is basically Part 1. But before we get into that... It is. <laughs> a world from Osmosis. Calm your body down. Well, the first like time I, I did it, it wasn't on key. Like I, I didn't nail it. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. So uh, we are getting closer and closer to Christmas. Um, I will be posting that Christmas sale shortly. Um, that is going to last through till next week. And um, shipping by the 13th. Um, actually, no, I'm sorry. By the 15th. So that'll be next Wednesday. Shipping by the 15th should guarantee Christmas delivery. So um, at least by the 15th, we'll be running the sale till then, 20% off everything. Um, yeah, so that even includes the cute little snowman bad bombs. But uh, yeah, Etsy, call me body down, Instagram, um, and now TikTok. I will be posting videos shortly. Um, you created a TikTok? For the business. So we'll see. Bitch, I follow. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. So um, I'll start posting content on there. I don't know if I will before the end of the year, but um, yeah. Yeah, because this time of the we'll year is to, like very mentally we'll tasking. Monetize on TikTok and see how that goes. But uh, yeah. You let me know if you need any give help because I love play, I love doing follow. TikToks. <laughs> give it a follow. I might I mean might need some advice at some point. Oh, so. Of course. I should start making TikToks again. I miss it. Calm your body down. Also, guys, to start giving you a new introduction as well. Uh we have merch now. Yes, we do. Uh, on Teespring, and I actually just received all of my shirts today. Very excited. They look really cool. Uh, the mug looks really fucking cool, too. Um, and we also just got tote bags out. Uh, we had a couple people asking us to do tote bags because they wanted tote bags. So we did that. Uh, as of right now, until or all the way through Monday, if you use the code DFWTOXmas, the letter X, M is in man, A S is in Sam. You can get $5 off every single item you purchase from now until Monday. You should go do that because that's a pretty good deal. Um, and I was like, you just started following me on I TikTok. Did. And I was like, oh, um, you guys should go check out the merch. It's really cool. We're really excited to finally have merch out. It's so weird to see that like on t-shirts and like a mug. It's so weird for me to see that, but I'm really excited about it. Um, so, yeah, that's the thing. So, go check us out on Teespring. The link, again, another new thing. I was very productive this weekend, y'all. Another thing that we did over the weekend, um, created a link tree for the podcast. So, now everything is under one link. And I'm so happy that I finally did that because that's so much easier. If anybody follows me on Instagram, I just did that too. So, everything <laughs> for the merch, the podcast, and Calm Your Body Down is all under my Becky Gremlin link tree it makes it so much um, easier to keep track DFW, of everything fwto link tree is uh really really well put together because if you listen to us on any platforms they're there and the links to the merch are there yeah so it's very very convenient and streamlined anybody that has side businesses or anything like that i highly recommend link tree it's free it's super easy to use 
it's yeah. It's and if you do like go. make enough money to be able to want to do this, like if you, I think it's five or ten dollars a month or something like that, you can create a very customizable link tree. So link tree is just it's so convenient to be like one link and it's all right there. So. But yeah, guys, we'd appreciate it if you would buy our merch. Um, we do have a Christmas sale going on right now. Um, so you get $5 off of everything. Um, so yeah, we would really appreciate you guys supporting. Um, and then definitely, of course, when you get your stuff, post it and tag us in it. Um, yeah, if you send, I, I promise you this, just like I did on the, on the podcast, one of my really good friends, Amanda, uh, actually bought, she was the first one to buy the, uh, one of our shirts and she sent me a picture to use. So if you guys want to be featured on our social media, by all means, take a picture in our merch and shoot me a, shoot me the picture and I will 100% post it. Cause don't think I won't be posting pictures in my shirt <laughs> and my mug. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah, we really appreciate your guys' support anyway. So it's really nice to actually have merch now and we're working on a website. So it's, it's going to be great. Like next year we're coming in hot. We're coming in hot. Well, yeah, because eventually we want to, you know, one of the biggest pushes with the merch is eventually we would like to do conventions. So, um, you know, and that's definitely something that, uh, will, you know, completely utilize for conventions is 100% merch. So, um, yeah, there's going to be a lot more to come. Um, yeah. So we, in the next coming years should start to see a lot more happening with us. So we're excited about three it. years next month. Hell yeah. Super excited. Does not seem like it's been that long. It's so crazy. I can't even believe it. So, all right, my dudes. Well, let's get into our I almost said musical evening. What the fuck? Are we going to sing this whole thing? Are we? Silent night. Deadly night. All is chaos. All's not bright. <laughs> Open shirt titties. There's so many titties. There's so much boob. So I should <laughs> preface real quick before we get into tonight that, um, because I know I kind of mentioned at the end of last week's episode, what we were going to be talking about, uh, there are actually five Silent Night, Deadly Night movies. There are five of them. All of them are on Tubi. We are only going to be talking about the first two. Um, I have seen the third one. I have not seen... Wait, I think I did maybe watch the fourth one and just completely forgot about it. Um, but I definitely did see the first three. Um, the third one, sorry, Bill Mosley. I love the guy. I've met him. He's great. But the third one is awful. Um, and the fourth and the fifth one have absolutely no ties to the original two. Um, the third one basically takes, leaves off where the second one does but then insert some random girl that's psychically linked anyway so they were trying to do halloween four basically and then <laughs> four and five have literally nothing to do with the origin stories so we are not going to be talking about three four and five um if you want to watch them they're on tubi i don't think it's worth it 
Um, it's kind of like Hell House 3, like, just act like it didn't happen, and I kind of feel that way. If you want to watch 3, I guess, since it does tie into the first two, even though there's this weird psychic girl for no reason, um, it's not a bad, it's not, it, it's pretty bad. But I mean, it's pretty bad. It is. I, I, I haven't like seen it. it. I'm not I didn't going care to. for it. I mean, I guess if you want to watch it, since it does tie to the first two, but the fourth and the fifth one, since they have no ties to the original three, I, I wouldn't even bother. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to preface, we're only going to be talking about the first two because um, they are really good. They are total cult classics. I completely understand why they are. Um, it's a great premise, even though apparently when it originally came out in 84, the year I was born, um, it caused a lot of controversy. I mean, I can there was see a why. killer Santa basically scared the shit out of kids. Um, or at least parents were worried it was going to scare the shit out of kids. First of all, but why is your totally kid watching it. this movie? Your kid should not be watching this. Because it's incredibly violent. These there are tits everywhere. Are There's actual sex in it. appropriate for kids Like, no. <laughs> they're, they're not. Not to mention the almost rape scene. I don't, really don't think your children need to be watching this. There's like an almost rape scene in both of them. Yeah, that's true. So, it's not appropriate at all. <laughs> it's not appropriate. Um, I could totally see how this would... Uh, completely and totally uh traumatize a child but yeah children should not these are not appropriate for children Billy. um <laughs> so the first one like i said came out in 84 uh the second one came out not long after yeah in 87 um and even though the even though i really like the second one it was very it was widely criticized that basically 40 minutes of Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 is all the first movie. So even if you didn't, yeah. like, I watched Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 with my husband, and he, he'd he never seen the first one, and I was like, don't worry, they're going to show you the first one in the first 45 minutes, so don't. Everything, if you miss no, the I was like, first don't even one, worry about it. It was like, it's they were fine. like, we got you. Yeah, they show you the entire movie. And, uh. There are less tits. Right. I still, I'm sorry, I just couldn't get over how. There's so many tits. Many boobs was super, in the first one. Super, super scary nuns. And then Santa killing everybody. So. It's a it's a Christmas to remember. It is a family fun field Christmas right now. <laughs> These are not family. Days. And it's great because um, it starts off with this child and his brother who literally loses their parents to a Santa Claus. Yeah. So the first one is really crazy because it's got little Billy and little Ricky Ricky's baby. Billy's a toddler. Billy! And they go to visit their grandpa in this nursing home, and he's mute. At least the parents think he is. And when the parents leave for a moment and leave Billy alone with grandpa, this fucking grandpa says some weird-ass shit out of the blue about Santa getting you when you're naughty. And... Something about the word naughty, too. That just kept getting said throughout this whole movie. And I'm like, no, can we not? Because. Anyway, I have a sick mind. So that word has like a totally. I like. It's like really weird. Listen. Kept like Santa. I don't know. It was very weird. Listen, I like to be naughty. Same. And we're just going to leave it there. That's what I'm saying. It's (laughs) very weird that that word kept. I'm like, can he just. Could he stop saying that freaking word? Like, could we not do that anymore? And so Grandpa gets, like, super weird. Poor Billy is like, what the fuck? And 
parents hop back in the car and they're on their way and he's telling his parents like grandpa said santa was gonna get me and they're like the fuck? and they're like huh like grandpa's just crazy like don't <laughs> even worry about it in the meantime this guy dressed up like santa robs this uh gas station and kills the gas station attendant for what 33 dollars i think it is <laughs> and his car breaks down on the way and uh billy and ricky's parents have the unfortunate uh night of meeting this santa claus and if billy wasn't traumatized enough this santa claus fucking shoots his dad pulls mom's tits out and then i Slitzer I thought it was going to be a rape thing that slits her fucking Yeah, I was kind of worried about that for the a hot second. The baby's crying the whole goddamn time, and poor Billy is hiding, and, you know, I mean, he's traumatized. Like, this kid is forever traumatized. Can we talk about how the nuns just didn't give a shit about that? Well, that happens. And... <laughs> Except for the one nun, I, I give mean, her. Sorry. I give her the benefit of the doubt. Probably gonna. Up, I'm sure you know that nobody, nun was like Catholic is listening to. Well, this. that nun cared. She was like, I keep telling you, like he's having these dreams. He's still reliving this traumatic but that mother experience. Superior was fucking weird. Fuck off. Like even, she was so rude. You know, I said to my husband, I don't even think it was that. I think she had some. I think she got off on, and again. It's, I know this is fiction, but we all know that not only have there been stories about creepo pedo priests, there's been creepy pedo nuns too. This is the story. I think this, I think that Mother Superior got off on it. Like, it was just fucking weird when, so like, poor Billy is, you know, Billy and Ricky are older now, they're at an orphanage. Billy is completely traumatized at this point, you know, not wanting anything to do with Christmas or Santa Claus for obvious reasons. And then he catches these two people in the church having sex. By the way, that scene was really... That's why I'm saying that Graphic. Well, and that was just weird that that nun came in and started hitting them with a belt. I was like, this is so psychosexual. Like, this is fucked up. Like... I could see why, if this kid isn't going to grow up to be a serial killer, then I don't know how. Right? Because I would grow up to be a fucking serial killer. Right? If this was, if this was my childhood. And it seemed like, like, and especially like every time he saw anybody, anything sexual, it was tied to that violence. To violence. violence. Anything sexual was tied to violence. So, you know, again, you're breeding a serial killer. (laughs) You know, you're literally molding him. The religious trauma, the psychosexual trauma, like parent, the whole parent thing, like you're you're breeding a serial killer. So we kind of lose track of Ricky. He comes back in Silent Night, Deadly Night too. But at this point, Billy is pretty much a well, eighteen. We're assuming and working at a toy store around Christmas, and they make him dress up like Santa Claus, which I'm like, oh, that's great. And I love how they just did that. And I was like, literally everything they're doing is going to trigger this poor boy. Like, <laughs> everything. Which I'm sure the people that gave him the job probably weren't that aware of his probably past. Not, but you know. still, it was just really bizarre how everything came together that he just so happened to be working at a toy store around Christmas. Obviously, there was going to be a Santa. Maybe not necessarily him, but yeah. Anyway... If I was that nun, I would have been like, so if you guys have a Santa this year, probably best it isn't him. Not at all. (laughs) Um, 
so he dresses up as Santa, and even prior to the killing spree, uh, he's freaking all these little kids out. That like, poor little completely girl. terrifying these kids. <laughs> oh my god! Isn't he yeah, right with a... these kids? Like, no, he's not. He's traumatized. He's like naughty. We're just gonna make we're gonna make uh, Christmas traumatizing for everyone. Billy went through it, so now we're just gonna traumatize every fucking kid it's from true. now on. With he's like, all of these kids are gonna Christmas. share in my trauma. So um, we get to where there is a scene. The two two of his this is after the store closes. There's like a store Christmas party. Everybody's getting wasted, and two coworkers are in the back. And basically, it's it's like an attempted rape you're kind of you're it's she was you know, clearly of, saying no right and clearly saying stop let's go back out and this guy and he kept was, going nope. oh, but 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 hey guys can i give you a tip no 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 means no no yeah. even if she's naked and she goes you know what no then it's even no. if you start and she goes you know what no stop then it's no then it's no then it's then then it's it's rape <laughs> let it snow so there you go um billy freaks out he gets triggered boobs and i can i just say guy. for a hot second i would be really sad <laughs> i would be like i would be really sad. really sad and upset if boobs triggered me Coming like from triggered like a trauma really love boobs if boobs were traumatizing i would be so I, upset that, yeah because I love boobs so much. Same. So much. They're amazing. Sometimes I'm even like, let me just hold <laughs> my right? own. It's comforting. Um, <laughs> yeah, that would be awful. That would be so. So I literally even said to myself, I feel so bad for him. And there were some nice boobs in this movie. Ooh, there, were mom, there were some nice. Mom had some nice boobs. That chick had some nice boobs. She had some nice It was. There was a lot of boobs and they were really nice. <sighs> but Billy, nope. Billy, has Billy was like naughty, boobs. and I was like, same. Oh wait, wrong. Not, sorry, mommy. <laughs> sorry, um, not the right kind of naughty. Bad, bad. Somebody bad, naughty. bad naughty. Bad, not good naughty. There's a difference. Um, and this this is officially when Billy starts going on the killing spree. So, um, oh my god, he and, and the spree like. Oh, I mean, let it me does kill. not stop. Like, let me kill. He did everybody. the Belco experiment to the nth degree. I'm He's like, let me kill all of my coworkers. By the way, if you guys haven't seen him, the Belco experiment. This would be a good time of year to watch it. Oh my god! Yes. Especially if you work in an office. Oh my god! Yeah, this would be a great time of year to watch it. It's not a Christmas movie, but this would just no. be a really great time of year to watch it. Yes, yes, it was. Because I was working at an office very similar to that at the time that I watched it, and I was like, oh, I would kill all of you all of you because i'm i'm like i'm getting out of here okay bye i'm i'm gonna live i i'm all of you are gonna die like i'm not siding with any of you i'm not teaming up no i'm, I'm all of you are gonna this die is the hunger games i'm going to live okay i am katniss bitches like i'm walking the fuck out of here i am miss okay? katniss everjean i'm walking the fuck out of here okay so that's how that's gonna work yeah no i do you know what's fucked up though at the first kill that he did which was that asshole piece of shit i was kind of like totally deserved it you know you kind of deserve that. I mean, and can we just say I know there's we always that we're one. not we're not talking about the second one yet, but just to throw it in there, when he kills the guy who did it to the girl in the second one, and she said thank you, I was like, why didn't the other girl say thank you? 
you know, because I was sitting there going. She called him a freak. And I'm like, he saved you from being raped, honey. Like, maybe that wasn't the best way to do it, but. A man just killed another man in front of you and your first instinct is to go. Was it the Christmas lights? Did he strangle him with Christmas yeah. lights? Or... Yeah, that's right. That was awesome. Was that was a good kill. It was awesome. So then he stabs her. I was kind of sad like, about that. I was like, really? she didn't deserve that. But she, she didn't, was... but it was kind of fucked up. But he was, already, <laughs> he was already on that mode. So he's like, I'm just killing everybody. So he killed her, killed his boss. Boss hears some commotion. He kills him with the axe, right? Because this is when the axe He killed him with the axe. And then he killed uh, the other lady. The lady. That worked there. Killed yeah. her. And then just left and was like, um, I'm going to go kill some more people. Well, and then that's when the cop and the nun from the good nun, Sister Margaret, from when he was a kid, uh, figure out uh, ultimately where they, they kind of have an idea of where he's going. Like, and and I, I by the time I saw the movie, I, by the time I got to that part in the movie, about the middle of the movie, I realized I was like, oh, he's going to go after that nun. Like, I, all yep. of this is going to point back to that nun. So I, I totally get it. Um, but along the way, he kills um, this young couple, uh, impaling her on the deer antlers. I also had a terrible joke when I saw my husband. Oh, look at that. I was like, it's I've a... been impaled. Actually, no, because she was topless. Again, another set of boobs. Honestly, that was a... I'm gonna... Okay. I'm I was gonna like... sound like a fucking psychopath when I say this, but that was a really hot kill. It kind of was. I'm like, I'm going to sound like a fucking psychopath, but it also reminded me of Evil Dead. I had the so, worst. I said, I said, it's a rack on a rack. Yeah, I know. It was awful. It was a really bad joke. It's a good joke, even. It's good. It's a good joke, even. <laughs> but I'm going to have to ask you to stop. <laughs> but I straight up the way I said it, I was like, oh, look, it's a rack on a rack. And my husband just looked at me like, and you're like, you, you, it was straight up. You one of were straight like, that couple from TikTok, the one, the who, the, the one who does the puns. I cannot remember her name, Celia something or something <laughs> like that. And you were like, oh look, it's a rack and a rack. And he's just like, <laughs> like I love you, but stop it right now. <laughs> like just no. Well, at least that's no. what you said. I was over here going, um, oh, that was actually a really hot kill. She has really nice tits. My favorite kill, by far, for sure. That one's definitely my favorite. I, <laughs> I feel like, and we'll get into it, but I feel like two had my had my favorite kills and better one-liners. Yeah. But that that kill the rat and the kill. first one was, was by far my favorite. Um, also... The the guy getting decapitated on the sled. That was kind of cool too. That was That's actually a really awesome kill. Like sled, it was. sledding down a And hill he's like, and... Are you okay? And it's like the fucking body's just He has no head, sir. Like I don't think he's okay. Do you think he was trying to get a head? <laughs> oh my god. Jesus Christ. Oh, we're on a roll tonight. Um, we are really on Oh my God. So, <laughs> so, uh, like we mentioned, he is definitely on his way back to this. The, this guy uh, is straight orphanage. up going, tell everybody I'm on my way. 
So, um, and I love that Mother Superior's like, we have to keep the children safe. And I'm like, you can fuck off. This, ma'am, you don't give a good goddamn about those kids. And then they there went off and killed no the wrong Santa. You don't give a damn about those kids. Um, well, the person that was, it was a, a pastor who was deaf, so he, get, he didn't hear anything. So by the time the cop, one of the cops showed up, he shot him because the only thing that they knew was that Billy was in a Santa suit. So anybody in a Santa suit, they just automatically assumed that was him. What does that make you think of? And the Santa Claus. Oh my God. Where they were arresting everyone in the Santa suit. I haven't seen that. Give me all your love and all your hugs and kisses too. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie. He had that on VHS. I when love I that movie so much. Oh, I know, and I haven't seen only Name. the original one though. Name <laughs> Paranoel. Oh, back when Tim Allen was funny. Anyway, oh my um, god, I'm not gonna go there. Anyway, <laughs> freaking love that and, movie. And only though. the first one. Oh my god, like the I know second one is yeah. okay. Yeah, it okay, is. it is. But the third one is unwatchable. I, can't. I also love that my favorite elf is a Jew. So that's just amazing, Bernard. <laughs> Barnaby. It's Barabbas. Played, it's played by a Jewish guy. No, I was talking about how he kept getting his. <laughs> I know the whole time. <laughs> Which is amazing. Barabbas? It just, it just cracks me up. He's also in like, numbers. He is. Because every time I see him in anything, I'm like, that's literally Adam's Bernard. Adam's Family Values. Yep, he's... Yeah. He was the guy that went to Louisiana. <laughs> they were so precious. Oh my God, they were so precious. They were so cute. <laughs> Ugh. Christina Ricci is literally oh, pregnant oh. right now and so adorable. And I'm like... She is. She did Whitney Cummings' podcast... And I was like, oh my God, Christina Ricci on anything. And I turned it on. Because I was like, what? Christina Ricci? And I turned it on and I was like. She's so cute. She was in this gorgeous gold dress. And she was like glowing literally from head to toe. And she was very pregnant. And I was like, oh my God, she is the most gorgeous pregnant woman. Like there are a lot of. I don't know, Jennifer Lawrence. There are a lot of really oh again a gold dress. When she I know, car, like glowing, like what? My friend literally sent me a picture and was like, "Did you see your wife at the premiere of Don't Look Up?" And I was like, "Okay, first of literally all, she's glowing. about to have this fucking baby, and second of all, how beautiful! Oh my god, she's so beautiful. Look at her. I'm like, she has like a little golden egg. I keep forgetting that movie's coming out. Like I forgot all. It's about actually it. out. No, it isn't. It comes out Friday. There's also another weird Christmas <clears throat> movie that Kira Knightley's in that I've been hearing about that's like super weird. It's supposed to be like a the apocalypse is happening and these people invite all of their friends over to take these suicide pills before this like noxious gas apparently kills everybody and it's supposed to happen on Christmas Eve. And the little cute kid from Jojo Rabbit's in it, and... Oh, I love that kid. Oh, my God, I love that kid so much. And Johnny Depp's daughter's in it, and I keep forgetting she's, like, a full-grown adult now. Oh, my God, she's an adult now? She's... <laughs> Lily Rose is, like, a whole adult. She looks exactly like her mom. <laughs> like, identical to her mother. Isn't it, like, Lily Rose? So, yeah, Lily, Lily Rose. Rose. Depp. Yeah. So, yeah, that movie actually looks really good. I was like, holy shit. I saw one trailer for it, and I haven't heard anybody else talk about it. And I was like, this looks really Oh, she's, she's 22 years old. What the fuck? I know. She's like I'm a like, whole ass adult. And I'm, on. I'm like, where have I been? 
God, I can see him so much in her face. You can, but if you wow, saw mom, but her she, no, she looks just like yeah. her mom. But if you, you see, you can see Donnie, the shadow of him in her face. That's, that's definitely your mom. But yeah, I'm glad we're getting more horror Christmas stuff coming out. No I'm offense, as that. much as I love horror Christmas, can we get like more horror everything else? Uh, Easter, East horror Easter movies are literally that like would be just such an themselves. Easy one to do, and I feel like nobody's really gotten it right. The only one who has is that fucking anthology. Yeah, that was fucked up. That's it's like, like what an, fifteen minutes long. But I did a whole feature way. film. But in a, it was so fucked up. It was in so a good. Really great way. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, that is true. We need that. Um, going back to this movie. So by the time Billy does show up, um. He walks in, uh, Mother Superior is, you know, telling him that, uh, you know, there is no Santa Claus, there is no Santa Claus, and, uh, when he's about to kill her, that's when the other officer shows up and shoots Billy, but shoots him right in front of Ricky, because now at the time Ricky's a teenager. No, um, he's still a kid. Or Ricky's like, well, a they they have him here as 14 so but that to me is a that motherfucking bitch I'm like eight i'm like he's a old 14 that, or young 14 he looked because that eight. did not he looked like i have a nine-year-old niece i have a nine <laughs> and a 14 year old niece and he did not look 14 to me so i don't know why they put him yeah i don't 14, know but... i mean i guess they had to because when it happened well, when they were kids he was a baby gap. and that kid was like five they had to do the age right gap, so it so they were, yeah, if you had it right from the beginning, there would be probably about a four-year age gap. Because they just Billy did would not... have been about four or five. Yep. And Ricky was literally an infant. They didn't cast so that right. Because the kid that was playing him was not 14. No. So if you would have had <laughs> Billy now being 18 as the Santa and getting shot, then it would make sense that Ricky would be about 14. But that right. kid did no. not look 14. That was the little kid. So if anybody's confused and has seen the movie at the end, it's the little boy that's standing right next to Ricky when he had, or right next to Billy when he has the axe behind his back mm -hmm. and Mother Superior's telling him to come here, come here. Um, yeah. Did not look 14. Not to me anyway. He literally looked like he was about anywhere from 8 to 10. That And that's pushing, 10 is pushing it. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. And then he goes, naughty. And we're all like, oh no. Oh, fun fact, it was a little girl that played uh, Ricky as a baby. Melissa Best was infant Ricky. As a little was girl. she the best? You're the best around. <laughs> <laughs> now that's stuck in my fucking head. Uh, um, me, it was like me and Danielle last night. We were watching something and they said, yeah, this is it. And I was like, this is it. And then she went. You're gonna let me <laughs> like she started going off and I was like, I wasn't expecting you to do that, okay. <laughs> I find oh, Chucky with we got the beat and the go-go stuck in my head. We got the I beat. finally finished it, guys, by the way. Good God, I'm sorry. I know that took forever, but I just binged the last three episodes all in one day. I mean, it was kind of good to binge those three. I'm kind of glad kinda I did, to be where honest, they... because the last three episodes were insane. So I'm kind of glad I did. To be honest, I'm glad I did, now yep. that I think about it. I'm glad I waited, because they were nuts, especially the second <clears> to last <throat> one. I would have 
I would have hated to watch the second to last one and then have to wait a whole fucking week for the last one to yeah. come out. So I actually, like I actually liked doing it that way. I liked binging them like that. Um, this is also coming from the woman who didn't have to wait an entire year to see if Delphine was alive. Thank you for that. Because I would have had a conniption. <gasps> it was around Christmas. Wasn't it a couple years ago that I started watching Orphan Black? It was so weird. Like BBC America yeah. started started airing them. Because it was right before the audio book, was, the, the, the new the, the audio new was thing. getting ready to come out. <laughs> so BBC America was was like binging all the re-releasing, season, re-releasing the, yeah. all the seasons, and oh it was a God. show that I always had wanted to watch. And I was like, "Well, now's a better time than ever." And uh, and I, I kept just, imploring you to. Oh, I was binging it. <clears throat> I, was, I was watch. I mean, I watched it every chance I got. I was like, "Oh, I'm. I have to. I can't." I can't stop watching this fucking show. And then I'm like, God damn it, I'm well, so I knew, sad. I came out of this so late. Like, I knew when you told me that you were in season three and, and you had, I said, let me know when you get to the finale. Cause I was like, something happens and I need to tell you the outcome because you're going to die if you don't know the outcome. Um, and I did. I was a fucking mess. Cause they shot Delphine and then me had to wait a whole goddamn year because to see if she, the entire fandom on tw- Twitter was just a mess. Like the entire fandom was like, if Delphine's dead, I'm quitting the show. And I was like, I think all of us are in like, if you really hurt Cosima that bad, fuck off. Like collectively. Like Cosima is our child. We protect Cosima. <laughs> it's such a good fucking show. But anyway, oh my God. <clears throat> So, like guys, I, said, I apologize for my phlegm. <coughs> There's a lot of phlegm going on right now. Uh, so we've the already said is insane here. So. We've already said our favorite death. What do you rate this movie? Out of ten, yes. I really like this movie too. I know. It's really become like it, it's on it's it's up there. It's like I I have to watch it every Christmas. Every Christmas I have to watch it now. Um and I just discovered it like 2 years ago. I'm actually uh, really shocked that this movie hasn't been remade. It sort of was. There was a very loose remake that came out in 2012 and it's on Tubi. It's oh, called is Silent it? Night. It's actually really good it's actually really 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 good but it it, literally the only similarities it has is a guy going around in a santa suit killing people oh okay um it's actually supposed to be yeah it's called silent night it came out in 2012 uh malcolm mcdowell is actually in it it's really good um it's considered a loose remake of Silent Night, Deadly Night, but it's actually based on a true story. Um, we might actually have to do a podcast about this at some point, but um, in 2008 on Christmas Eve, a 45-year-old man by the name of Bruce Pardo killed nine people dressed dressed in a Santa suit um, by gunshot and arson fire at a holiday party. Oh, wow. That sounds um, really interesting. Yeah, the guy had, like, a blowtorch. There's a scene in Silent Night where this Santa kills somebody with a blowtorch. So there's a wow. lot. So the only thing is, is it's a guy dressed in a Santa suit, and all of a sudden he just starts killing people. He goes on this killing spree. So it's actually 
more based on this true life real thing that happened in 2008 in uh california outside of la um where this guy just went crazy and dressed up in a santa suit and killed nine people so it's more based on that than it is on the silent night deadly night movie but i think because of the connection with somebody killing people in a santa suit they just called it silent night and said it was a loose remake of the original 1984 movie even though it really really you know, was it really was they would have two brothers and it, it had none right. of that um but it is worth watching it it i watched it last year as far as i know it's still on tubi it was really good i i enjoyed it um i'll have to watch it but um apparently a reboot is supposed to be coming out next year of the original one so we'll see about that because everybody's on a reboot thing now apparently um, Everybody's been on a reboot thing, especially when it comes to horror movies. Anyway. I mean, if 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 Blumhouse was doing it, then I might get excited because sometimes Blumhouse yeah, I'll but they're hit or miss, and then they disappoint me. But I still get excited when I hear it until I see it, especially Fantasy like, Island because holy fucking shit, that I am was awful. so glad I didn't see that. Was that was garbage. I saw the trailer and I was sort of like, eh. I figured you'd watch it just because of Lucy Hale. I mean, I almost did. <laughs> and I probably still will because of her, you know. I mean, she's kind of hot. And, but it, mm. but when you terrible. told me it was bad, I was like. It's I, really fucking I bad. I was, I sort of <clears throat> thought it was going to be. I really did. To be honest, I didn't really have any good expectations for yeah. that movie either. Some movies you can just tell by the trailer, like, ooh, this is probably not going to be that great. Um, it wasn't. Like that, well, the trailer actually did look decent, but I'm like, oh my god, another goddamn Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This Texas Chainsaw Massacre actually looks really I'm going to watch it. Listen, I'm going to watch and it. And my husband laughed at me because I was like, I can't believe they're making another Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Am I going to watch it? Yes. But I still can't <laughs> believe they're <laughs> Me with Paranormal Activity uh, 7. Did we ask for this? No. Am I going to watch it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because am I going to complain about how terrible it is? Yeah. yeah. Guys, we are If they make another one, am I going to watch it? Of yeah. course I am. Guys, we're true horror fans. This is what we do. <laughs> Even if we know it's going to be terrible, we're like, um... It's like when someone I'm was like, well, so you've never seen the Child's Play remake. I'm like, actually, I have. Actually, yes. I have seen it. Once, and that was it. I watched it once. I didn't pay for it. Nope. And I never will. Never watching it again. Never watching it again. Absolutely not. It was a piece of shit. Terrible movie. Not my Chucky. Um, <laughs> at all. So, yeah. That's, um... But yeah, I'm gonna watch that new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It looks Honestly, great. it's kind of because they're kind of I bitched about it <laughs> because they're kind of doing what Halloween did. Because everyone's like, "Oh, Halloween had a great idea. Let's let's all and, do this." Oh, Halloween had a great idea and is making a shit ton of money. So much money. So, but Don well, Mancini was like, "You know what? I want to make a series instead." And this is which is exactly what should have happened. Should have happened. Be. I'm really glad he didn't make another movie. He Me could too. have probably done a really good job with another movie, but the series was a perfect I'm really glad direction to take movie. for that. I say three seasons of the show, and then it should be solid. Yep. Three is enough. Three seasons of the show, and then got it. That's done. it. We're good. Don't overkill. We are done. Please don't, because this was so fucking good, and I love Chucky so much now. So what I told you. I was like, oh, this is it. This is it. This is it. I fucking love Chucky. Like he's he's up there. He's my man. He is way my favorite up there little asshole. Now. Like way 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 up there. But getting back to the first one, out of ten, I'll give it a seven. 
I'll give it a real solid seven because it is really up there on my list. When I when I think of horror movies around Christmas, I mean, mm-hmm. Black Christmas is always going to be the original. And the, two, what, 2008? Six. Six. The 2006 ding, and the original. Ding, 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 I'm always going to love. Ding, I'm going to watch every fucking year. I love them so much. But uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night is up there now. It really is. I'm going to give it a sideways eight. I like it. And if you guys are like, what? Like Picture a sideways eight. Oh my eight. god, it looks like boobs, guys. <laughs> it looks it like looks titties. Like, it looks like boobs. <clears throat> but no, like in all reality, I want to give it an eight. And the biggest reason is because my my top Christmas horror movie is Krampus. Nothing is going to be Krampus for me. Um, yeah, Krampus is Krampus is Krampus has got to be number one. Especially it's because like, you think Krampus it's going to be number super one, serious. and then the original Black Christmas, and then the remake, and then <laughs> yes, because yeah. a Kramp- Krampus is a ten out of ten. Like there, it's just oh, it's absolutely it's perfect, solid um, ten out of ten from start to finish. And let's get real: the solid only reason we all love Black Christmas two thousand six is because of the cast. Because we're not all sitting there um, really going to the cast. Listen. Come on, Michelle Trachtenberg, Lacey Shabert. Katie Cassidy, come on. Mary Winstead. Mary Winstead. Something, yeah. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, I'm sorry. She's got like eight names. I apologize. Um, Well, she was in the original. And then the guy. What's the girl's name that was in the original? That was in the 1970, the one that played the den mother. She was the den mother. She was the, in the, I can't think of her name. I know, but she was was in the original one. Who was the guy that was the asshole? Oh my God, he's actually a big actor too. And he plays an asshole in a lot of fucking, why do I feel like he plays an asshole? Because he does. In a lot of movies. He does play an asshole in a lot of movies. Because he's got that face. Um, He does. Oh, that's terrible. It's Oliver Hudson. Oh, yeah. Oliver I'm Hudson. Sorry. That's his name. Yeah. And I love your sister. I love Kate Hudson so much. I'm like, I love your sister. I love your sister. And they do a podcast together, and it's really cute. But, yeah. like, in all reality, um, your Black Christmas 2006 is so fucked up that when you actually, like, watch it and you're genuinely watching the plot, which, and you're not just drooling over all of the women, I watched I it immediately for the cast, and yep. then it starts getting into the plot, and I'm like, what in the fuck is this fucked up fucking movie? It's but so I watch fucked it up. Every year. I watch, I it, watch it every, every year. Those yeah. fucking skin angel cookies. God bless. <laughs> Did you notice at the beginning though when they said they gave him they gave him cooked chicken, and they said it was the closest thing we could get to taste like mother. I never caught that until the last time I watched it. I did, and I kept going. Actually, pork would have been better, but. According to Hannibal. Just saying. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it just, I still to this, I, look, any movie that even touches on incest, I literally cannot. It's, and this, it's, this movie didn't just touch on incest. It wasn't it, like, just touching. It like full blown went into it. And I, every, I have to fast forward through that. Like, you guys are, I can take a lot. I can take a lot. But that part, every time I fuck his mom, can't. fuck his I mom. She is a can't. piece of like, fucking shit, woman. What? <clears throat> what? What? She literally straight up said, "Well, my man can't fucking keep it up because he fell asleep. So let me go fuck my kid." Wow. I'm like, yo, ma'am. Yeah. I'm gonna need you to take it down like several notches. I'm. 
I'm gonna need you to remove yourself. Get a dildo. If that use your hands. Your, you don't need to fucking if fuck that a child. Is your whole thing. But yeah, just <laughs> preparing anybody if they haven't seen the 2006 Black Christmas, which you would think by now you would have, but it's it's beyond fucked up. <laughs> like, but also hot women, like it's literally the whole fucked time. Up, but so like, if you could just get past that part, it is actually really, really, really good. It's it is good. really good. And you know what? I sort of get giving Billy this fucked up backstory because in the 1974 movie, he's just this really weird. I mean, we get like these amazing POV shots. Yeah, I really like that. Um, which are incredible in movies like that. Yeah, like they did it, especially and, and because then the it's original like Halloween did it and, to do it. Yeah, and then Halloween did it. It's like to see those are amazing, and mm-hmm. then you just you hear this like heavy breathing and see this like eye and he's just this really creepy character. So you've already in your brain are are jumbling this backstory about Billy because he's so fucking creepy in the first one. And you, you don't, you don't even know who he is. You never actually even see his face. You see an eyeball and you hear this just really weird breathing over Mm -hmm. the phone all the time. So you've already in your head are making up God knows what about this guy and I guess the, you know, when they decided to do the remake, they were like, well, we're going to take whatever you made up to your head and we're going to shoot it to Mars because <laughs> Jesus Christ, I, I never in my wildest nightmares would have conjured up a story like backstory like that for Billy. But it explains a lot. I mean, if you think about it, it explains a lot. And um, it's just so good. I also love how it's so good. The 2019 one is garbage, but um, yeah, garbage. Just um, don't. <laughs> I also love how he technically the plot of the boy is is kind of the plot of Black Christmas 2006, and I'm I kind of I kind of like that. They're living in the fucking walls. Like that's that's really cool. Like he literally had such a terrible life that he would live in the walls of his house, like in the attic and. Anyway, I just thought that was a really... Well, and that's... You've seen that in, you know, like the people under... the West Craven's The People Under the Stairs. Yeah. Like we've seen movies. There's there's such a creep factor to thinking about somebody being in your walls or someone... Yeah. Or something being in the walls or, you know, like you... Or just the, the whole... Even the original Black Christmas of the whole, like, the call is coming from inside of the house. It's the babysitter thing. It's the weird, like... Just that aspect of knowing that there's a killer and it's and he's been there the whole fucking time and you you had no idea you had no clue and then by the 2006 one you're giving him this fucked up backstory as to why he's in that house and yeah that movie is so good it's so, it's good. so good go back and listen to our Black Christmas episode this is actually <laughs> after we had saw the 2019 one and I think we had like yeah. really mixed. I get it. what they were doing. Yeah, I have mixed feelings about but... it. I'm sure, I'm sure my opinion of it now is probably different to when I originally saw it because I think I was just like very much in this like girl power mode at the time. And like, I get what they were doing, and I understand why movies like that are made, and that's yep. wonderful. I we've all had you know a lot of just about every woman you're gonna meet has unfortunately had some type of traumatic experience possibly a sexual assault, something crazy. But, so I see what they were going, but you could have just made your own movie. 
You didn't need to slap Black didn't, Christmas on Did it. not need to slap, just because it had nothing to do with anything. Didn't have anything to do with the The only thing that was the same was the fact that it was about a sorority house. That's literally yeah, the and only they, thing And they the had same. a couple of kills and a few scenes that gave homage to the original, but it was very weird, like mm-hmm. a weird, they tried to... There was like a weird cult and the guys and it was like a skull and crossbones. It just, it was weird. Yeah. I, just, I, I see where they were trying to do, but it didn't need to, again. So if they're going to remake Silent Night, Deadly Night, I hope it's, or reboot it rather. Like I hope it's an actual homage to the original one. Like yeah, I really like I, I really do. Like I hope they have it where there's two brothers, the parents were murdered by Santa, like, and make it dark. Because yes. with these being in the 80s, again, there's only so much you could... I mean, these movies were... I guess for the 80s, they would be considered dark because it's fucking Santa Claus. I mean, honestly, the first one was the first actually one was pretty dark. very dark. The first one was pretty dark. The second one was hilarious. <laughs> The second one, <laughs> the second one took it on a took it on a whole nother route, which I was actually kind of happy about because I think it sort of broke up. I like, liked the second one. I loved the second one. The the one garbage day, like that's fucking amazing, hilarious. It's Just walking around shooting people. Garbage day. That scene cracked me up. Hilarious. I don't know why I thought. it was Do you so know what funny. that scene made me think about? And the kills are amazing. When he kills that guy with the car battery, I was like. That kill is, for 1987, those special effects were fucking awesome. Right? That whole scene, though, when he's got the gun and he's walking down the neighborhood and he's shooting people, you know what that scene made me think of? The third Spider-Man, when Tobey Maguire is, like, Venom, and he's, like, walking through the streets, like, all fucking confident as shit. I was like, why is this Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man 3? I hate Spider-Man 3. I'm sorry. I hate Spider-Man 3. It's so... So... I much. love it because of the nostalgia. I'm probably gonna, but get, it some, is I'm gonna get some hate out there. No, it's terrible. Fine. I mean, if I get the hate, I'll take it. It's fine. But it was awful. It was so awful. I don't care. But that's the scene that made me think of. I, I like, no, I, 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 I get it. I could, I could totally understand that. It's just so. It's such a random scene, but it's it's random as hell. But anyway, like we're not. It will basically wear it. So. The reason why, I guess, the so they have the 40-minute cut time of basically the original movie, but it's told from the perspective of Ricky is in a mental asylum, and he's basically telling this, uh, it, it, he's, he proclaims it's the 13th uh, shrink he's seen. So he's basically telling this shrink his life story as to what ultimately brought him there and the first 40 minutes is him telling about his childhood which is essentially the first movie he was a baby when his parents were killed you know billy going through all that he went through growing up in the orphanage both of them being severely traumatized by mother superior so by the time we get through the entire movie as we know of it with billy dying and everything uh ricky is now older and uh well, he's adopted by this family. Um, his stepfather dies. And it seems to be a very about, nice family. He's about like 17, 18. Well, you notice it's a Jewish family. So right. I love how they did that. No fucking Christmas. There'll be no Christmas, no Santa, no nothing. So I'm like, perfect. You put him with Great. a Jewish family. Awesome. <laughs> Good job. So dreidels and menorahs and <laughs> chocolates and all that shit. Like, much better. Um, no fucking Santas anywhere. So that was, I'm like, great idea. Good job. Um, but then he, you know, uh, stepfather dies and, uh, 
he basically commits his first kill after that. He they say he's about seventeen, eighteen. And that was the scene that Casper was referring to where there was another like attempted rape. This guy's a total asshole and Ricky kills him and the girl goes, Thank you, because she basically almost got raped by this jerk. And he leaves her alone. He doesn't kill her. Doesn't do anything. He to leaves her. her alone. And um, And I mean, can we talk about that though? He just revved that Jeep back and forth awesome. and back and forth and I was like this little swashed man pretty awesome I loved it and then when she came up and said like, thank that's you brilliant. I was I'm like, like bitch why didn't the other girl say exactly thank you like you would do god I would have thanked him too if I was in that situation I would totally have said thank you totally <laughs> would I've been very thankful god I would have been like you know what I'm um, not calling anyone nope, I'll let him lay there nope. thank you thank you very much <laughs> they're like oh he died what what happened um oh no our table it's broken, it's broken. <laughs> so, <laughs> the next time we see ricky he's working at a restaurant um he's older now and uh he encounters these two guys in a back alley in a fight um <laughs> bless you i'm so bless sorry you. no Thank it's you. fine i was like it wasn't that loud <laughs> um i was trying to hold it back another one this is i'm trying to think because there's some really the car battery scene is my favorite kill. Gotta be. But this one's good, too. You talk about the, um, um, this the umbrella, umbrella scene. The umbrella scene is amazing. I love the umbrella scene. I've never... Because I'm, I'm like, have I ever seen a kill scene like that with an umbrella before? I that mean, that awesome. whole umbrella was bloody and it was cool. I, I mean, like he that. stabbed him and opened it. I was like, this is fucking amazing. Here I am thinking he's literally just going to stab him like through the throat with that sharp part. Yes. But he's like, no, Which I'm going to put the whole fucking thing through your body and then it just opens and it's Ooh. bloody and I'm like, this is cool. It's like, that's pretty fucking Okay. And for 87, these are pretty dope special effects. Well, then the therapist makes the correlation between the color red and him murdering people and this like all going back to the Santa, Santa. Claus thing <laughs> red. and his colors <clears throat> triggering to him so uh after he kills that guy then he tells the story of ultimately what brought him into that asylum that he's locked up in or whatever um that he meets this girl that he falls in love with and loses his virginity to and Jennifer how weird was it when they were in the theater together that Silent Night, Deadly Night, the first one was the movie that was playing that they were watching. Yeah, I thought that Which was Which didn't make any... If anybody caught that, I, I was did, like... I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what? And I didn't catch it till I watched it again the other day, and I've seen the movie before. Yeah, it was weird. And I just now caught that that was the movie they were I watching. I literally was, I was like, like, are you guys, like, obsessed with the first movie? Because you've played 40 minutes of it, like, and now they're watching it in the theater. What? What, what is... <clears throat> so um yeah i was like this is fucking weird so there's a scene where uh these guys are causing problems in the theater and jennifer's they run into her ex he kills one of the guys in the theater starts acting kind of weird they run into her ex again of all things he's got a red car and uh he starts mouthing off and here comes my favorite kill scene uh, Ricky takes a car battery. I love how it's in broad fucking daylight, yep. too. Ricky takes a car battery and sticks the charge, like, on his teeth and revs... Oh, man. It's a brilliant kit. It was kit. so awesome. Eyeballs out. For 87, again. <clears throat> great effects. Awesome fucking kill scene. By far my favorite. Well, you know a true classic. Um, it goes out of style. It does. And again, in broad 
Another scene in broad daylight. And they broad daylight. Slit this guy's throat in a suburban neighborhood in broad daylight. I'm just like a true classic never goes out of style. Nobody slits his throat and it all goes on the car. You once said that to me after stabbing a man 39 <laughs> times. Tiff loves the color red. Well, gingers. Oh, it all makes sense now. Um, <laughs> it all makes sense now. My fucking brain just connected I, so many I know, dots. right? When they kept saying she loved the color red and I was like, Ch ginger. You know what's really funny? <laughs> oh I've always God. had a really, really big thing for redheads. Same. I mean, I'm married to one, so. And my favorite killer <laughs> is a fucking redhead. You know, uh, it just, it, you know, a lot makes sense. It really does. When it all starts to, like, tie in together, it's like, you know, connect the dots. I totally get it. Um, I love the girlfriend. Blue-eyed redheads. All right, Chucky. Thanks, Chucky. Okay. <laughs> all your fault <laughs> um he kills the girlfriend and then you know that kind of made me sad because you could tell that he wasn't meaning to it was almost just kind of like he was just in this in this state i think that rage that had been building finally yeah. came out and it was like you know whereas with uh billy it was triggered with putting on the santa suit right and then with ricky it was just the color red and anything and i and again both of them i think were very traumatized psychosexually and with that being you know because by this time he's like 1920 this is his first sexual experience he's ever had he's in love with this girl and then he's like i realizes, thought it was her first time too. realizes that she wasn't a virgin and that she's had sex before and then that like taints this whole thing in his brain and he thinks he's done something good by killing her ex and she's like chastising him about it calling him psycho and like why would you do that and it's like this is when he has his psychotic break it kills her the cop comes he shoots the cop starts killing everybody down the street doesn't kill the little girl though does not kill i appreciate well i mean that. just like chucky chucky's like is there an age are there or is there an age <laughs> We no babies. Oh, uh, excuse me. Excuse what? Me. Is, what is it? What baby? if they're twins? What is the twin thing? Those little big little fuckers gang up on you. <laughs> it's just not fair. And then they start looking around like and they just start. If there's more than one. It's just. They start looking and then they laugh. And then they laugh for a long time. Oh my god, it's so funny. So kudos to that guy for not killing the kid. Yeah. Excuse me, Mister. It's garbage day. That scene is so great. I love that oh scene my God. so much. I also don't know why that guy thought a garbage can would block that bullet, but, you know, I mean, what else are you going to do? <laughs> like, if you're in that situation, you're going to hold, because it would slow it down at least. At least. I think I would throw the garbage can at him and just start running. But it would actually, God it's actually would... better if the bullet goes through you, so you almost technically don't want it to slow it down. This you need true. it to go through your body. This is true. Because if it's true. stuck in there, it's it's more lethal than if it just goes through. The car scene, of course, my husband had to go, that was very unrealistic. All he did was shoot out the radiator. It wouldn't actually burst into flames. I was like, honey, this is... 1987. I'm like, could you please not do that? It's just a movie. Can we... <laughs> if any of you have that type of person in can your you, life, everyone, you just not... every once in a while, my husband, he just goes, that's not very realistic. It's, I'm like... 
The only time I do it is when people are playing a piano. He does it with guns. So the only time I I ever do it. I do get it with certain things like that. Like if, if someone's a musician or like a gun expert or gun enthusiast, there's a lot of movies with with guns that fuck up oh. a lot of scenes where it's and don't like, get me started where it's like there was only supposed to be six bullets why was there eight shots what <laughs> don't even what get me fucking so started much? on katniss everdeen's constantly full quiver bow or uh, arrows except for the one scene i'm sorry there was one scene when she needed more and didn't have them don't get my husband or hunter started on daryl and his goddamn crossbow and fucking bolts and let me tell you that pisses a lot of hunters off. Hush <laughs> got the crossbow right. I would just like to say yes, they did. Hush got the crossbow yes, right. Did. The Walking Dead did not. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. <laughs> because um, I'll be honest with you, when I saw Hush, I was like, a crossbow can't be that hard. And then when I actually looked up stuff, I was like, wow, The Walking Dead fucked up. Hush actually did it right. Okay, never mind. Oh, they fucked up big time. I I would listen to a lot of hunters talk about how much his character pisses for for that because it's incredibly unrealistic and i'm yeah. just like well it's it is what it is it's over hopefully no it's not done yet sorry oh, God. anyway um <laughs> so like he's going on about this stuff and then this is where it goes back to present and he's just talking oh well it shows that he was gonna kill himself and then there's yeah. no bullets it goes back to the present where he's in the mental hospital and uh he has killed the therapist um and escaped. which we can't c- come on we all saw that we coming. i figured that was gonna happen especially <laughs> gonna kill that guy especially when he said he was lucky number 13 i was like oh this this guy's gonna die um, and then he kills a salvation army santa steals his costume um Ends up finding out where Mother Superior lives. Calls her from a phone booth. Um, I love that. There's going to be so many. If there's anybody young that's going to watch, you know, who's that? There used to be these phone booths where you had to use change to call people. And then if you didn't have change, you dialed 1-800-COLLECT and you yelled really quick, Hey, Mom, come pick me up from the mall. Okay, bye. (laughs) Right? Do you remember I'll Be Home for Christmas? (laughs) Desert Santa Bliss Tumbleweed. Desert Santa Buzzard Tumbleweed. <laughs> that was literally the only message he could he could get out because it kept cutting him off. To think there's going to be a whole generation that are going to see these movies now and go, what's that? <laughs> Tell me your age without telling me your age. <sighs> like oh I said God. before, Channel 3. And there's still randomly pay phones out there in places. Well, look at the song pay phone. It's like, funny. I'm gonna pay. And they're like, what the fuck is a payphone? <laughs> that really does scare me. <laughs> that that is that is actually I just I just felt super old for like half a second that there's a whole generation out there that like there's a whole generation phone? that doesn't understand what like, a cassette is. What? <laughs> a cassette. You you hit play. And you were really fucking lucky if you had those adapter cassettes. Actually, me and my husband were just talking about the beginning of Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, how crazy it is when the doctor is like, when the Dr. Bloom is setting up, he brings in this giant reel-to-reel and then has to have like these, (laughs) you have to have these film and you have to take the tape out and wind it around and I'm thinking like, 
Now, if you had to question anybody and record it, you literally just pull out your phone and hit a button, and there you go. Back in 87, you had to have this giant contraption that you plug in and then film. You had to take the, wire it around, and made for a great kill scene, because that's how he choked him. It you did. just wrap that around his neck. You can't wrap a phone around somebody's so, neck, nope, so, you know. you really can't. These things are You know what? Hard. That's why they you changed can, it. These things aren't even hard enough to really throw. I mean, you could throw throw it at somebody and maybe hit them in the head and piss them off, but it's not going to cause any damage. <laughs> You're going to cause more damage just shoving their head, slamming their head on a table with your own hands. Than yes, very much so. <laughs> um, so he has now escaped. And he has found Mother Superior. Um, Which, by the way, Mother Superior has re- uh, retired because she had a stroke. Right? Yes. She had yeah. a stroke. Yeah, her face was, whew. yeah, they... You don't look like that after a stroke. I don't know what they it were trying to do with the makeup. Like was, yeah, was I was crazy. like, what is I'm happening? Like, I'm like, people that have had actual strokes don't look like that. That was, I don't know what they were doing with the makeup, but whatever. Um, so We're all the, just kind of confused. Right. So the other nun, Sister Mary, they get there with the cop. Um, they basically know where he's going at this point. And um, he does kill her. Uh-huh. He decapitates he her. They, he stages it, and they walk in, and her head falls off, which I was like, hilarious. Um, like, I'm like, I don't know why that scene made me laugh for some reason. No, I know why it made me laugh, because Mother Superior's, well, she deserved it. Heads will roll. <laughs> I am fucked up. Just talking about this, I'm like, that was a really hot kill scene. Heads will roll. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm really fine. Don't worry about me. I'm in therapy. <laughs> same. Um, <laughs> and we have the same thing. So, yes, we do. Yes, we do. How do you know your BFFs? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me your BFFs without telling me your BFFs. Um, we have the same therapist. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> so, um... I guess Sister Mary thought she was dreaming, um, because there's, like, they, they, that, that scene at the end is kind of weird, like, where you see her head, and then they, because where, when does he, like, he pops out at some point, and they shoot him. Yeah, I don't fully remember exactly how it went, to be honest. But apparently he survived the gunshot wounds, and, um, the final shot is they show a, uh, knife plunging into the screen so that was the end of the second one um i give the second one an eight and again it's really only because of i really love that car battery kill and this one's just there was funnier scenes in this one i thought this one was a lot more like of a dark comedy versus the first one just being a straight on slasher Oof. film like this the first one was just a straight slasher and this one actually was it's more, a gay slasher more of a little bit this one was uh definitely more of like a dark comedy mm-hmm. i think because there were definitely more comedic elements to the second one even though the majority of it is all of the first movie basically um and to be honest with you that's actually why my rating is low because i give it a six and the reason is because half of the movie is the first one. It really is. And it, it, it doesn't... The rest of the movie is good. It's actually good. I enjoy the kills. I enjoy the story. But I'm like, 
it's almost like you made this movie just to make this movie because half of the movie was the first movie. You had you didn't have enough content to make a full hour and a half movie, so you're like, you know what, fuck it, let's do half the movie and just make it the first movie and we'll make it a recap. Which, if you're coming into the second movie and you haven't seen the first movie, great. Fantastic. But I as a as a whole, it's a six. Because I just, I don't like the fact that 90%, I can't say 90%, 50% of the movie is the first one. So I think what changed me with that was uh, finding out more about the second film. Um, that basically none of the, none of the creators of the original movie were involved in the sequel. So the filmmakers of the sequel said that they basically got no money whatsoever to make it um and that they were basically told to re-edit the first film and pass it off as the sequel the director said that he demanded a new film be shot though he did not have the budget to create an entirely new story um each uh Apparently, Eric Freeman, the guy that played Ricky in the second movie, kind of went into hiding after he didn't. I don't really know if it had anything to do with the movie. I think he just stopped acting, basically. Um, he had done a, a few things after that, but um, actually just doing a few shows here and there. Um, but he really didn't pop back up until 2013 when there was a, uh, screening for Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. And, um, cause they did, so in 2004, there was a DVD release and the directors were trying to find him to do audio commentary and nobody could find, like he had just fallen off. The <laughs> he he was done, just gone. He hadn't done any acting in like 20 years. Like after Silent Night, Deadly Night with 2, which was basically like his biggest role, he did a couple bit parts and like one made for TV movie and a couple TV shows. And really did nothing after 92. So for like 20 years, he was just kind of a regular guy um, until 2013 when uh, the movie got a screening release in the Christmas of that year. And he had no, he was invited to do the introduction speech. He came, he had no idea that people were still interested in the movie. He didn't realize it had taken on such a cult following and that people were still seeing it. And then weirdly enough, and I just found this out like two days ago, in 2016, he returned to acting. He was in a Hallmark TV movie called A Husband for Christmas, which just so happened to have Robert Brian Wilson in it, who played his fictional brother, Billy, in the first movie. So they both acted what the in this fuck? movie. What the? And also, now I'm like, I have to find, I have to find this. Also, movie why in the world? Is he starting back? Of course he's starting back with fucking Hallmark. I swear to God. Everybody ends up in Hallmark movies at some point, apparently. Mm. But yeah, he he starts acting again. And the first acting role he does is a movie called A Husband for Christmas. And it's him and his fictional brother from... I almost, I almost feel like they did that on purpose. They probably did. Like, like so you could have those two in a, in a movie together. Hilarious. That ties back to christmas um but yeah i just think that's i think that's really funny that uh he just kind of popped up and didn't realize that, that is really funny were still interested in the movie but again like 
I would have had a lower rating if I hadn't found out that there was so much against them in the second Okay, film. well, like, knowing that, I'll bump it up to a seven. It was pretty much... So the original director of Silent Night, Deadly Night, directed... Uh, if he, <laughs> I'm sure people my age, their parents will be familiar with Grizzly Adams. It was a TV show back in the day of this guy that had a beard that lived in the woods or whatever. Like your parent, if your parents are in their 50s, 60s or 70s, they'll know exactly who the fuck Rose DeVille is. <laughs> they'll know. Um, and uh, he was raised Mormon and then uh, did Grizzly Adams, did uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night and then um, after that did a bunch of Christian themed TV shows for a long time, which I after he did Silent Night, Deadly weird. Night, he was like, I gotta get um, right with God. And then like <laughs> did a bunch of the only other horror film he directed, which this was actually one of my favorites. I again another movie I had on VHS was The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. It was Jeff Goldblum as Ichabod Crane. This was actually before The Fly. This, yeah. this was before The Fly. Yeah. So uh, he directed that. So it was like the only, Damn. if you want to call that horror, that was like the only other thing horror he did. But he got like really into doing um, Christian themed TV shows. Even uh, he had production credits on a lot of Christian themed documentaries like In Search of Noah's Ark, In Search of Historic Jesus, um, The Incredible Discovery of Noah's Ark, Breaking the Da Vinci Code, like... He got really into Christian stuff. Like, I don't, like, did Grizzly Adams, raised Mormon, did Grizzly Adams, did Silent Night, Deadly Night, did Sleepy Hollow, and then did nothing but a lot of Christian-themed stuff for a long time. That's and, very strange. And uh, died in 2011 in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, and he was 67 years old. So it was just like, it's really weird. Um, <laughs> I don't think he or the production company, I think it was one of those things where they didn't even want there to be a sequel. Oh, I, um, I would have no like, doubt. To they be didn't honest. want there to be a sequel. They didn't want it to be a franchise. They didn't the way it ended, it, it wasn't made to be a sequel. At, well, it was and it wasn't. Right. I mean, we knew Billy had a brother and you saw Ricky at the end. So I think it could have been plausible to make a sequel and have it now reflect ricky being the killer and kind of taking over where his brother left off so i kind of get having that premise and i like where they went with that but like they had everything working against them nobody wanted this sequel made none of the original creators wanted to be involved so the director and the producer of the sequel basically had to come up with their own money which was next to nothing and were only able to shoot that latter half of the movie because they were told to like, okay, you'll have the rights to the first film, but we're not going to help you any other way. You can just re-edit wow. the first film okay. and well, that, release that as the sequel. That kind of like, makes sense then. People are going to fucking know. Like, so there was just everything working against them. And uh, so, you know. Um, they did a good job then with what they had. They did had, a good job. I mean, good God, it was a quarter. So the budget for the first movie was $750,000 and it grossed $2.5 million. Wow. Um, it was released by TriStar Pictures. So the TriStar is the one with the horse, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> um, the sequel was distributed by uh the 
one of the producers production company um his name was Lawrence Applebaum um he distributed under Silent Night Releasing Corporation so sort of like made the franchise its own entity and um only had $250,000 to make the sequel. Wow. That was it. That's not much. So you got to think what little they were able to come up with in the latter part. I mean, that car scene blowing up, yeah. the special effects with the car battery. Considering every- how good everything yeah. looked and knowing that they only had that amount of money. Yeah. $250,000 really to shoot a movie, even the last 40 minutes of a fucking movie is not a lot of money. No. It really isn't. And because once you actually put the amount of money it took to pay everyone, you're not going to have that much left. Yeah. For effects and all that. So for a while, the original, they were um, originally packaged as a double feature. The first and the second one, but it was discontinued during for copyright problems. Um, because they weren't released under the same production. Um, that stopped in 2003. In 2012, it came back as a two-disc feature. Um, and then it's been re-released in 2018 um, under Shout Factory as a double Blu-ray. Um, and both of them have taken on a complete and total cult following. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy that... Uh, played Ricky in the the one that I mentioned that started acting again, Eric Freeman, he actually does uh, convention appearances now um, and signs autographs for the movie. So I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Every time you say Eric Freeman, for some reason, my brain says Foreman. I know, right? (laughs) Like immediately thinking of that 70s show. Um, Down the street. But yeah, again, if you guys want to watch three, four, and five, I'm good. Knock yourself out. Um, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> no. I'm like okay. I said, I watched the third one. It was not good at all. Um, and then the fourth and fifth one, I don't even know. Uh, when you when you still call yourself a part of the franchise, but completely lose any originality to the first movie, I don't even know how you can still. I, I just think that's so weird, the way a lot of these franchises work when they do that's that. That's why I don't count Child's Play in that 2019 as a part of the franchise, because it's... Oh, no. It's not. No. Absolutely. Nope. Just like when we did the Halloween series and we didn't talk about the Rob Zombie Halloweens, because I don't consider them... I do like the first one. I do like I, the first one, but I just it's, don't... It's not... Consider... Well, I like parts of the first one. Yeah. It's... <laughs> I appreciate the version that doesn't have the giant fucking rape scene in it. I love Malcolm uh, McDowell. I did not like his Sam Loomis. I I really didn't. Um, The first part of it where he's a little boy with the fucked up family that was... I liked that. That was very Rob. uh, Yeah. Um... But the second one, I don't even know. Um, what the fuck? I don't even, I don't, I don't, I don't know. He, <laughs> he loves his wife very much. And that's all I'm going to say. I've God, that, that movie's so fucking I've said terrible. that about a lot of Rob Zombie's movies. He really loves his wife. And he does. That good for him. great. Yep, good anyway, for him. Anyway, so. <laughs> um, yeah, that was it. That was Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. And 1 and 2. Um, Uno, dos. I think they are great 
I really, I genuinely really love the first one so much. If you're a horror fan and you want horror Christmas, you have got to put Silent Night, Deadly Night 1 and 2 on your list. You have to. You have to. And they're just, they're both so easy to watch back to back. Um, oh my god, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's Unless just... you just want to watch them separately because you're basically watching the same movie twice with a little bit of extra. Well, and again, like I said, the second, my my husband had no reference, had never even right. seen the second one, and I was like, or never seen the first one, and I was like, oh, you don't. You don't, you don't need to. have to. It's fine. <laughs> I'm like, it's going to explain only... everything The you first need to know. one I just like better just because there's so much more violence in it, and there's so much more... I don't know. It's just more fucked up. And I guess that's just how I am. I just like the more... But uh, 2 is good. 2 is really good, too. Oh, I love... I absolutely love everything about the first one. I love the first one so much. As a slasher, it is a solid... Oh, yeah. Solid fucking slasher movie. Hands down. Solid fucking slasher. Axe is down. Um, that's why I said, like, it's, it's worth it to... To watch it, uh, to watch both of them, really, it really is. I I think so. If you if you decide not to, it's no big deal. But three, four, and five, you can just. If you like, like three, happen. four, and five, good on you. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm sorry, I, I, but no. they were not for me, and no. I didn't think they really had anything to do. Again, it, when when you completely lose everything from what it was originally supposed to. be, B, I don't. It's just weird. When you Have you ever had a dream a when franchise. when you when 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 you when I feel like that would be explaining the fourth and the fifth one, hands down. Yeah, I there's agree. just certain movies where you just stop. You know what I mean? It's like when we talked about Candyman, we only talked about the first one and the reboot because there's no need to talk about any of them except for the first one in the reboot because the first one was incredible and the reboot was a hundred percent to me the best movie of 2021 I best agree. horror movie of 2021 candy I mean, is you, the best horror movie of 2021 the reviews and damn the reviews last night and so i was getting i'm like i gotta see this fucking movie holy shit i'm gonna see it but it's to not going to be Candyman. Nothing Man. is going to be Candyman for me as far as the best. Candyman was actually perfect. Oh, there is was... actually no nothing negative anything nothing. that I can sit here and be like, well, it did this or well, it did this. Nothing. It was perfect. Oh, and it, yeah. it really has to get to me to be a 10 out of 10. And Candyman was a 10 out of 10. 100 perfect. The only sense. other recent horror movie that I've seen that did that was Host. I, you oh gotta, God, you host. gotta, you gotta really be uh, for me to give you a solid ten out of ten for a horror film. Yep, hmm, you gotta be. That's a something. lot because especially at my age, and I've seen, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the, of every genre, pretty much every. I'm, I'm pretty much a fan of every genre under horror. I've seen all of them. I'll watch just about any of them, and. So for me to give it a solid 10 out of 10 is a lot. And Host did yep. that the previous year and yep. Candyman did that this year. I don't, there, there's just not going to be You either got to be doing what Host did, up. which is something very different. And original. 
Or yeah. you got to do what Candyman did, where if you're doing a reboot, a remake, a sequel, whatever you're doing, you you're doing it fucking nail right. Nail it, and they, I, yeah, that. The only Candy reason Man... Chucky isn't on my top list is because it's a show. It's not a right. movie. Otherwise, I don't think. I mean, Chucky and Candyman would be right, right next to each other. Candyman should show to every horror director and producer out there that wants to do a reboot that i think i think this is another reason why you're starting to see more reboots because Candyman kind of kind of put it up on the pedestal and go okay this is how you do it so if you guys want to make any more horror reboots this is your model and (laughs) this is how you do it from now on like there's going to be no other way to do it except for how they did it so now you're going to see a lot of these production companies fall in line into the same pattern Mm -hmm. you're gonna see it and you know if they do it right they do it right if you do it right fucking do it right that's great i'm looking forward candy man did it right three five baby that comes out in a month i'm so excited oh my god trailer (laughs) yeah something really funny though about the trailer i saw i don't remember whose page it was on but um i went in the comments as i do and uh we all do <laughs> you wouldn't I, there were so many comments where and I could tell how young these people were where they were literally like who still has a home phone I'm like first of all this girl clearly lives with her parents and just about everybody's parents still have a home phone my parents have a home phone my parents have dad has a home phone <laughs> like just about everybody's parents I know still have a home phone. If your parents are boomers, they still have a home phone. Mm-hmm. They may not use like my dad. Barely, my parents rarely use. He their like home phone, never uses it. My dad uses the home phone more than my mom does because my mom's cell phone. My dad doesn't give a fuck about a cell phone unless he's at work. My in laws still have a and see my in laws are like that. Mm-hmm. Like my mother in law will not use her cell phone, but she'll use the home phone. But my father in law uses his cell phone. But yeah, everybody's parents still have a home phone. So I didn't understand those comments where they were like, who still has a home phone? I'm like, literally everybody's parents. Also, no offense, if they didn't have a home phone and scream, I would be mad. Um, thank you. I'm just saying, thank you. It's... Because guess what? what? I'm sorry. In MTV <laughs> Scream, did they have cell phones? Yes. But when he called them, it wasn't always on the cell phone. Yep. There was a home phone involved. Omega Beta Zeta. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop it. Oh my god. That's from Black Christmas, isn't it? No, it's the sequel. To, it's the second scream. Right? Oh, Sarah, Sarah Michelle, Michelle Geller. Oh, that's right. Yep. Omega yep. And then when she was like, hello, is when he popped out. Hello. I was like, of course the one time she doesn't say Omega Beta Zeta is when he fucking... Hello. I want that on a shirt now. But see, I'll get people who are like, are you in a sorority? No. Have you ever seen Scream 2? No. Then we're just gonna walk away from Okay, first of all, if you haven't seen Scream 2, then just fuck off. <laughs> just fuck off. What's that? Nothing. Anyway. Um... I can't wait for Scream 5. I'm oh, fucking stoked. So and I love seeing everybody's theories. And I love seeing everyone like... Because I was on a podcast on Sunday and he was like, Scream to me is Chucky to you. 
So I was like, well, what are your theories? And he's like, I have my theories about Stu. And I was like, listen. Oh, I yeah, I have. We theory. all have our theories about Stu. Um, but I was like, I genuinely think that one of the OG like, three I are going to die. I want it to be Stu. One of the original three are going to die. I know, and I'm having um, problems with that. But I also am having problems with that. Deal with it. Because I know what's going to happen, and there's yeah. nothing I can do about it. So. And everyone keeps saying it's going to be Dewey. I I think it might be Sydney, and I know that might be, you know, controversial. But if they kill Sydney right, just like they killed Nancy in Dream Warriors, you can do it right. Yes, you can do it right. You're right. Now that you just said that, I was like, oh, that's. Oh, do we want it to happen? Of and they did not. it, but you can do it. I mean, right. I was very upset when you know, obviously everybody was, but um. But then he brought her back for New Nightmare. So, you know, <laughs> it was fine. Right. Um, yeah, which would be weird if they tried to do Scream. That would be weird. Could really somebody weird. do that, though, again? Because let me tell you something. That was one of the biggest things that I loved about New Nightmare was the fact that they had the characters playing themselves. But... I do you know what? How fucking do you know crazy what franchise would, that would be, be perfect for, be, for that? It's Chucky. Chucky would be perfect for that because it's a doll. So, like, if the Chucky doll was trying to, if kill the Chucky Brad doll was trying, to... ah! stop it! I'm done. That's the that's that's it. That's Don, you need. hear that? <laughs> Did you hear that, Don? What if the doll was voiced by Fiona? Oh, God. What if Brad <laughs> goes, I'm getting too old for this shit. Like, what if he delivers that line? What if he, what if it's genuinely him voicing Chucky? Going He's after voicing himself. Chucky going. Because Robert England was Freddy, who was going after himself. Right? I'd be like, that's fucking I'd be like, brilliant. This is so bipolar. That's what fucking is... like they would do like they're sitting on set and then like the doll would move and then they were like, did that doll move? And then they're like, no, I didn't see it move. And then like the whole the whole thing with it because it's a movie about a doll that kills people, but they never believe the fact that the doll is actually killing people. Exactly. Come the fuck on, Dawn. Listen. <laughs> and then just. We can make this happen. What would they? They can't call it child's play. Well, no. So but... what? What could they call it? Because they can't say new nightmare. Like they can't say new child's play. What in the fuck would that? I don't be? know. What would they call that? It's probably have to be Chucky something. It have yeah. It would have to be. Which I hate that. Like can't use child's play, but can use Chucky. Chucky IRL. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> Chucky IRL. Oh my god. And then like everybody becomes genuinely afraid of their Chucky dolls because they're like, wow, this movie actually a Chucky doll came to Like life. legit scared of their Chucky dolls because they were like wait. <laughs> and then somehow some way the like, spirit of Brad Dorif or is this Even though Brad Dorif's alive, the spirit of Brad Dorif somehow entered the Chucky doll due to a Ouija board session. Someone get on this right now. That's what I said. This should this should have the well, yeah, because you could tie in the 
Dem Dembella or whatever. Is that Ah, uh, Dave Belly Dembella. Dembella. Voodoo for That's dummies. so gay. <laughs> it is. Okay, guys. Um, that's all. I that got. would that be it. That would be it for this episode. So you night. guys should come by next week because next week's our true crime episode, and boy, it is a doozy. If you guys have HBO Max, um, go watch the docu. What is the docu series called? It is called The Jinx. Um, it is all about the life and murders of uh, and we can't say we don't say allegedly anymore because he was convicted this this year of Robert Durst. Um, if you guys are familiar with this story, this is one that I'm so glad that Casper finally saw because I have been dying to talk about this. I really wanted to talk about this. There's been a lot of true crime podcasts that have touched on it. Um, it is a insane story what this guy got away with for years. Um, it's a six, I think it's six episodes. Six or seven. Six, Holy they're, they shit. They are really, you could... You can do it in a day. day. I watched the whole thing in a, day. in a day. I watched the whole thing in a day. You could easily do it in a day. Um, yeah, if you have HBO Max, I highly recommend watching it. It's called The Jinx. Um, and again, it is just it is it, it's just a crazy it's a, story. It is a ride, man. You know what it money? Is a ride. What what you can get away with with money and power is astounding. So everybody's going mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah very much so we know yep, yep. We, we know yep well aware <laughs> um so we know it's not christmas themed but it is something that we really wanted to bring to you guys and we think it would be a really good uh true crime episode to kind of end the year on so we're excited to talk about it well guys of course you know the socials we have facebook instagram and twitter all at dfwto podcast the twitter and instagram what the twitter and facebook is um dfw two eighty four or eighty eight eleven. Jesus Christ! The Gmail is dfw. You guys know our brains go blank if you've been around for long enough. By this time, it's like what we're doing. What stars go blue? <laughs> our email is dfwto eighty four ninety three at gmail dot com. And of course, we are on iTunes, Podbean, um, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Lord. Uh, give us a review, follow us, subscribe so you know when we put out new episodes. Go buy some merch. Go buy some of the bath bombs and Becky stuff. And Please support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Support. It's Christmas. It's a great time to do it. Take advantage. You got sale on the merch, sale on bath bombs. Do the thing. All right, we love yes, you guys. Sir. Thanks for the support. Okay, bye. Oh, be safe. And remember, don't, don't fuck, fuck with, with the, the original. original. Don't do that. <laughs> As they said in Scream 4. <laughs> okay, bye! <laughs>